Welcome to the League Podcast. I'm your host, Trollback Thursday. It's week 12, and it's also Thanksgiving. This week on the podcast, we recap the trade deadline, look at the path to the playoffs, and go around the league and reveal what we're thankful for this year. The trade deadline was this past weekend, and last week on the podcast, our commissioner, Peter, uh, predicted three trades. So after the podcast dropped, between then and the deadline on Saturday night, we had six trades, and I just want to talk about each of them. First, uh, my team, Trollback Thursday, sent Mike Davis to just win baby for Austin Eckler. I was finally able to get my handcuff from Melvin Gordon, uh, while Andy was able to handcuff Chris Carson, who's really his third running back. Um, so not a bad depth move. Uh, he wasn't ever going to use Austin, Austin Eckler anyway. Uh, next up, Hogan's Hero sent Tyler Lockett and Sterling Shepard to Just Win Baby for Julian Edelman. So Just Win Baby really needed a win. Uh, he had Julian Edelman on a bye, uh, so it made sense to get some uh, some wide receivers in return that were playing last week. Uh, so it gets Tyler Lockett, who's really the leading receiver on the Seahawks, and Sterling Shepard, who threw up a bit of a dud last week, uh, but is still a fine player. Uh, it didn't help him win last week, so... Uh, Really tough all around for, for Just Win Baby, who remains just out of playoff contention, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, Hogan's Heroes wasn't done. He sent Josh Allen to the Oracle for Josh Reynolds and Brock Osweiler. Uh, so Osweiler isn't going to play this week. It looks like Ryan Tannehill's back, so that's uh, a bit of a dump. But uh, Josh Allen does look like he's trending to play this week uh, for the Oracle, but he doesn't need him because Jameis Winston's back. Ryan Fitzpatrick got benched this past week. Um, so the Oracle is back to having, uh, Jameis Winston as his QB two. He probably will still use Josh Allen this week because Patrick Mahomes is on a buy. So not a bad move overall. Uh, and Josh Reynolds is a nice pickup for, uh, Hogan's heroes to replace Cooper cup. Uh, more Hogan's heroes moves. He sent uh, Anthony Miller and Derek Henry to Ball Sun Snowless for Devin Funches. Uh, I don't love this move because I think Funches is a player that's trending down. Um, but for a wide receiver three, it's not not a bad move. Um, I, I actually like Anthony Miller's upside more, so I probably would have kept him. Uh, next up, we have my team again, Trollback Thursday, sending Jalen Richard uh, to Ball Sun Snowless for Duke Johnson. So another depth move here. Uh, Hassani needed to win last week, uh, and Duke Johnson was on a bye, so he, he gets Jalen Richard. Did not help him win, unfortunately, so uh, Hassani is effectively out of the playoffs this year. Uh, but still good to see Hassani active in the trade market. Uh, and the last move is the uh, the annual Ryan Bowles trade. We had Scott Bean Machine sending Golden Tate and Rob Gronkowski to Balstradamus for Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, so I like this move. It makes sense. The timing is, is key here. So Balsterdamas lost Jimmy Graham during the, during the Thursday night game, which really, uh, sort of forced his hand to go out and get a tight end, uh, for Scott Bean machines. This makes a ton of sense. He wasn't playing Gronkowski anyway. He was on a bye. Uh, he already has another tight end. And Golden Tate is not fitting in well in, in Philadelphia. Uh, and he gets Juju Smith-Schuster, who is a, a great player. Uh, definitely someone that ends up being the best wide receiver on, on Ryan's team. Uh, 
it's even tougher for, for Balistradamus because now he no longer has Juju Smith-Schuster and Tyreek Hill is on a bye. Uh, so it's going to be tough for him to pull out a victory this week. Uh, so six total moves after the podcast dropped last week, so it's nice to see. No huge, huge names. I think Smith-Schuster and Julian Edelman were the biggest names that moved. Uh, but overall, I like the activity. Uh, hopefully we can get uh, the trade market kicked back up for next season. Uh, overall, a great year of trades. We uh, Craig really killed it, basically flipping the entire <laughs> league on its head, uh, moving around multiple trades, making a bunch of Sunday night, Monday trades, which you don't see very often. So uh, overall, love the activity this year and can't wait for trade season to start up next year. So last week, Executioners clinched a playoff spot uh, after a comeback victory over Ayatollah, and now five playoff spots are locked up. Uh, only Ball Sun Snow Lives is effectively eliminated from playoff contention at this point. So let's look at each remaining team's path to the playoffs. Number six, Bowserdama sits at five and six. In week 12, he goes up against Scott Bean Machines. Uh, and Scott Bean Machines looks like he's favored 144 to 131. Balstradamus has uh, Tyreek Hill on a bye, so I'm predicting a loss for Week 12. In Week 13, he goes up against Ayatollah in Rivalry Week. Uh, Bals looks to be favored 145 to 125, so I'm predicting a, a Balstradamus victory. That sets him at 6-7, and seven, and I have him in the 7 seed. Number 7, currently, uh, Tebow's Before a Hose is at 5-6. and six. In Week 12, he goes up against Hassani, Ball Sun Snow Lives. He's favored 135 to 118. Uh, and in week 13, he goes up against Scott Bean Machines in, in rivalry week. He's currently favored 148 to 142, and I'm predicting another victory here for Tebow's before Hoes, putting him in at 7-6 and six in the 6th seed. Number 8, Scott Bean Machines, currently at 3-8. and eight. Uh, In week 12, he goes up against Bows. We've talked about that already, uh, and he's favored, so looking at a victory there. In week 13, and as we just talked about, it goes against uh, Tebow's before Hose, where uh, I, I predicted a loss already. So that puts him at 4-9. and nine. Number 9, Ayatollah, uh, also at 3-8, and eight, goes up against Just Win Baby this week. I'm predicting a victory for him there, 138-115. Uh, to 115. In week 13, he goes up against Balsardamus, we already talked about, uh, where it looks like he's, uh, I'm predicting him to lose 145-125. to 125 putting him also at 4-9. and nine. Uh, I'm predicting Scott Bean Machines to take the number 8 seed uh, based on a slim point margin, but nonetheless uh, squeaks into the playoffs. Number 10, Goon Squad, uh, currently also at 3-8, uh, going up against NU's Finest and the Oracle. I'm predicting losses in both matchups there to put him at 3-10. and 10. Uh, Just Win Baby goes up against Ayatollah this week and Executioners next week. Again, I'm predicting two losses there, putting him at 3-10. And, and Ball Sun Snow Lives currently at 2-9 and nine out of playoff contention. Uh, goes up against uh, Tebow's before Hose and Hogan's Heroes. Uh, predicting losses there for uh, in both weeks, putting him at 2-11 and 11 and remaining in the 12th seed. Uh, so the projected standings going into the playoffs for me, uh, number one, the Oracle at 12-1. Number two, NU's Finest at 11-2. Number three, Trollback Thursday at 10 and 3. Number four, Hogan's Heroes at 9 and 4. Number five, Executioners at 7 and 6. Uh, based on points over number six, Tebow's Before Hose also at 7 and 6. Number seven, Balstradamus at 6 and 7. 
Number eight, Scott Bean Machines uh, at four and nine. Ayatollah at nine, at four and nine. Uh, tenth seed, Goon Squad at three and ten. Number eleven, Just Win Baby at three and ten. And in last place, Ball Sun Snow Lives at two and eleven. Uh, those are just my my predictions at this point. Uh, that's why we play the games, so you never know what could happen. Uh, any of those teams could uh, rally and make a, a push for the the playoffs at this point. Uh, I do think that either way, that uh, Tebow's for Hose and Balstradamus makes it in just based on their lead and wins right now, uh, just jockeying for seeding at this point. And any of the uh, four teams currently sitting at three uh, and eight could make it in. Uh, but my prediction, Scott Bean Machines. So in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I went around the league to see what everyone is thankful for this year in fantasy football. The Oracle, Chris, is thankful for Pat Mahomes and Craig's love of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Evan, uh, the manager of Hogan's Heroes, is thankful for Todd Gurley and white slot receivers. Craig, the manager of Tebow's Before Hose, is thankful for the fact that the league is more than just a fantasy league. Very nice. Ryan, the manager of Scott Bean Machines, is thankful for Aaron Jones turning into a legit running back. Mike, the manager of NU's Finest, is thankful for... Nick, the manager of Ayatollah, is thankful for another laughable waste of money year. Andy, the manager of Just Win Baby, is thankful for the longevity of the league. In the 12 to 13 years that he's been part of it, he's seen degrees earned, marriages made, babies born. He's really thankful to keep in touch through through it all via fantasy football. And he's most thankful for the fact that the only ring that Pete has seen is a wedding ring. Hassani, the manager of Ball Sun Snow Lives, is thankful that fantasy is still fun, even if I'm in last place. Bals, the manager of Balstradamus, is thankful for Hassani. Pete, the manager of Executioners and our commissioner, is thankful for a close-knit league that is super competitive and very involved. As for me, Kevin, the manager of Trollback Thursday, I am thankful to all the members of the league, uh, in particular for supporting the podcast. This year we went from having one to two podcasts per year to having multiple episodes per week. Uh, Prior to this year, only three people had ever appeared on the podcast. This year we had five different members of the league appear on the podcast and one former member in Pat Donovan. Uh, Every member of the league has submitted content to be used on the podcast thankful to Bows for providing the music you hear. I'm thankful to everyone who listens because it's more than just the 12 of us. Uh, I'm thankful to the Oracle for providing a never-ending stream of entertainment, both here and in the real world. Uh, I'm thankful to Craig for constantly trolling him. I'm thankful to Pete for being a great commissioner, even if he won't recognize one team's name. Uh, I'm thankful to Mrs. Trollback Thursday and all the wives and girlfriends who put up with us during fantasy football season. And lastly, I'm thankful to fantasy football itself for the joy, anger, anxiety, excitement, and disappointment that it brings us every uh, for four months every year. And that is what the league is thankful for this year. That'll do it this week here on the League Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at the League FF. I'm your host, Trollback Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving, and best of luck out there. <laughs>